Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books, from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now let the show begin. Hello and welcome back to the show. This is your host, Don McCauley. Today we're welcoming a program author, D. Terrence Foster, MD, and he is the author of The Stress Book, 40 Plus Ways to Manage Stress and Enjoy Your Life. Before I bring in today's guest, a quick reminder that selected interviews are available on our iPhone app, which can be downloaded in the App Store, as well as on TV on the Roku channel and Amazon Fire TV. Our app name on all platforms is simply The Author Show. Dr. Foster, how are you? Good afternoon, Dan, and it's a pleasure, and good afternoon to your audience. How are you? Good. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, please. I am a board-certified physician who's been practicing in medicine, primarily pain management, for the last 25 years. I've seen a lot of patients who have been struggling or suffering with stress as well as pain. And that, in essence, part of why this book was written to address and help some of those patients. So tell us about your book. Okay, so my book, The Stress Book, 40 Plus Ways to Manage Stress and Enjoy Your Life, came about just about when the thought came to me at the beginning of the pandemic in uh, 2020, or at least when it starts picking up steams, as you'd say. So at that point, I used to do a number of YouTube videos about the coronavirus, and I did one about stress, and it seemed to have attracted a lot of people, and a lot of comments and interests were generated from that. As a result of that, I decided, well, how about doing a book on stress? And that essentially was the idea or the genesis of the book. Now, this book is a book that is really essential in helping people who are struggling in a lot of ways, struggling with toxic relationships, making intentional decisions, struggling with stressful jobs, dealing with destructive behavior, and a number of other challenging situations. Now, who did you write your book for specifically? Who's your target audience? That's a very good question, Don. When we write a book, very often it's to niche it. When we look at this book, we're looking at a book that has many different facets of it. You heard me talk about toxic relationship, talking about stressful jobs, talking about self-esteem, talking about how do we protect ourselves financially, how do we protect ourselves from some of the healthcare condition or some of the issues that are out there that are detrimental to us. Now, when we think of all those things, then, of course, there are different segments that would benefit from that. If I were to quote someone who um, reviewed the book, they said, this is a book that could be used essentially as a reference book. Now, at some point in our life, we're not all going to be having issues with toxic relationships. We're not going to all having issues with uh, stressful jobs. But at some point, you or someone you know will have those issues. So this book is geared primarily for adults, but the main thing is that there's so many important aspects that were covered that will make a difference in terms of people managing stress and, more importantly, preventing themselves from being in stressful situations. So could you say there's any type of central message or perhaps underlying theme that you would say runs throughout your book? There are many things that run through the book, Don. One of the main things that I try to stress much is prevention. Very often when we look at the way medicine is practiced today, you could call it a sickness approach where we treat patients who are sick. And less is geared towards prevention. The same approach is taken in a lot of cases with respect to stress management. And what this book focuses in primarily is 
how do we prevent stress? How do you prevent yourself from getting in situations where it's so stressful and you just can't find your way to get out of it or you just can't find the means or the, the necessary things to do? Reading this book, utilizing some of the action plan that we put into this book will definitely make a difference in terms of what you can do and how you could manage stress and not just manage stress, but also prevent stress, which again, it's the central theme of this book, Prevention of Stress. So if you could compare your book with any book out there we might already be familiar with, which book would it be and why? You know, that's an interesting question. As I think about it, there's so many great books out there. And one of the books that I really like, and um, it was written by Stephen Covey, and it's, I believe it's called Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. My book, in a lot of ways, has some similarities to that book, where it looks at what are the challenges people are going through and how can they utilize those challenges and make their life better. What are some of the things that they need to do? The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Covey is, I think, reasonable comparison. Now, there are obvious differences between both books. I would say that that's a book that I think would resonate well when you compare that book with mine because it leads to a lot of different options, a lot of different situations, a lot of different ways in which people could deal with life issues. When we think about stress, we're looking at how we deal with life issues. How do we manage some of the things that we're going to face? And again, how could we prevent it? And you know, through this interview, you will hear me mention prevention a lot because in life, part of being successful is also anticipating what's going to happen to you. You kind of have a vision. You have to have some idea of what is ahead of you. And once you have that, then, of course, you're likely to be more prepared to deal with some of those issues and likely to be more successful. So everybody experiences stress. At what point do you believe that we have to start to be concerned about the amount of stress that we're experiencing? Right. Stress could be looked at, Don, as in three main broad categories. One, you could be calm. That's a calmness. That's a state of stress. Or you could probably call it stress, Or you could be in distress. Calmness can be a good thing. But in a lot of cases, if you're living without stress, then you are essentially at a very low level of life, very low productivity. Now, there are times when if you have a long day and you're feeling calm and good, that's all great. Or if you go to the other end where you are in distress, where you are so overwhelmed by all the different challenges that you're facing, then, of course, that also is not a good state of being in because then you're not likely to be productive. So the best option or the best state to be in is to be in what is called eustress, where there's a certain level of stress where you're functioning and you're functioning at an optimal level where you're able to get things done and you're motivated to get things done because you're under stress. For example, if you're stressed about having an examination, that's a good stress. If you're stressed about a new job that you have obtained or a new position that you have acquired in your job and now you're worried about stress about how you're going to perform. That stress has a healthy component to it. So stress in of itself is not always a bad thing. And stress is essential in terms of motivating, in terms of driving us, in terms of taking us to a different level. Now, you mentioned uh, that you talk a lot about prevention. How in the world can you prevent stress? Let's take an example. Now, let's say you fail to have a 
appropriate protection for your estate. You fail to have a will, a living trust. Then, of course, what happens when one of your significant partner or children pass away? Then, if you're taking the time to put those things in place, then, of course, some of the challenges that you're going to have to deal with in terms of stress would be significantly reduced. So that's one aspect. Let's say, for example, you have determined that, okay, well, finances is a common one. A lot of people just fail to have a budget. But by having a budget is an essential part of stress prevention. Because once you're able to modify your spending and you know what your income is, what your expenses, then, of course, you're in a better position to reduce stress by living within your means. That's another example. You could look at toxic relationship. If you are aware of some of the challenges of what toxic relationship is, then you're likely to avoid some of those relationships and not find yourself in them. And of course, once you're in them, then of course your stress level is going to be at a different level compared to when you didn't take any precaution. So how can we tell when we reach a point where we need to take action to start to reduce stress? How do we know when we're at a point when we cannot function? That's basically what what it comes down to. Now, when you're going along and you're in control, you know where everything in your life should be or where you think uh, they should be, then you're looking at yourself and you're saying, okay, where am I? What am I doing? How am I functioning? Once you find that your life is out of control or is heading in the direction of out of control, you do not know how to deal with challenges that comes into your life, you have no solutions, you do not see any way out. Once you start getting to that situation where you're losing the battle in terms of finding solution, you have no ways of finding solution, whether that be financial, whether it be personal, you're getting in a situation where you find that, you know what, I have no help. I do not find a way to resolve this solution. And then what creeps in stress, because now you're Start warning, how am I going to deal with these things? Invariable, you find that what you do is that you start becoming literally paralyzed. Paralyzed by the inability to make change or to make decisions regarding the stresses that are affecting you. So you have to take those actions early and realize that, okay, I got to do something before things get out of hand. Because if you don't, then of course, you're going to be finding yourself in difficult times trying to solve problems that could have been prevented. So how would you describe the writing style you're using in this book? One of the things I've done in this book is to, because as a scientist, as a medical doctor, I try to make it in a way that it's conversational to some degree. I have also inside there stories, examples that will make it easier for the average consumer to read this book and fully understand the concept that are laid out. And also... I discuss life situation. For example, I'll talk about a real estate transaction. I'll talk about an act of gratitude, an example of that. So there are different examples, different stories that are, are told in this book. It makes the whole action of the book or the whole context of the book very relatable. So the actions that are here, it's not just pure medical. It's not lots of medical jargon. Anyone who picks up this book at a average level of education will be able to read and fully understand this book. So in your opinion, who should buy your book? This book will help people that are struggling with toxic relationships, 
struggling with stressful job, destructive behavior, challenging situation, whether that be self-esteem, dealing with tragedy in their lives. These people who are having these things, along with so many, will find that this book is filled with over 40 plus different effective ways that they can manage stress and prevent stress and enjoy their lives. So when you look at the myriad of options that are given to people in this book, even though they will not be using all of them at the same time, they will find very, very useful information in this book that is going to make a big difference in terms of how they approach life, how they approach their daily activities, and then how they manage their overall day-to-day affairs. Because sometimes in life, we tend to look for one big thing that we're going to solve. If we step back and address the small issues, then the major issues will become less of a challenge and be of more significant benefit in terms of helping us to grow and to develop in a way in which will be less stressful. Do you have a website? Yes, I do have a website. It's dterrencefoster.com. This has been just great. Our guest today has been D. Terrence Foster, MD, and he is the author of The Stress Book, 40 Plus Ways to Manage Stress and Enjoy Your Life. Dr. Foster, thanks very much for being with us today. It's a pleasure to be here, then, and thank you so much. This is Don McCauley wrapping up another edition of The Author Show. Go out there, buy the book today, and please share this interview with your friends so that they, too, have the opportunity to discover our guests and their work. The Author Show can be accessed at any time at theauthorshow.com. Selected interviews can also be found on major platforms like Amazon Fire TV, the Roku Channel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, and many more. And whether you're an author who would like to be featured or a reader in search of new books to read, The Author Show is a great place to start. Check us daily as we continue to introduce wonderful authors of very interesting books on The Author Show. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorsshow.com. Theauthorsshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.